A key component of the modern world economy, the chemical industry delivers products and innovations to enhance everyday life. It is also an industry in transformation, where chemical executives and workers are delivering growth and industry-changing advancements while responding to pressures from investors, regulators, and public opinion. Discover how leading companies are approaching these challenges here on The Chemical Show. Join Victoria Meyer, president of Progressio Global and host of The Chemical Show, as she speaks with executives across the industry and learns how they are leading their companies to grow, transform, and push industry boundaries on all frontiers. Here's your host, Victoria Meyer. Hi, this is Victoria Meyer. Welcome back to The Chemical Show. Today, I am talking about market and customer diversification and its role in creating business resilience during flat and inflationary markets. This is the third and final follow-on episode from episode 118, where I shared insights from second quarter 23 earning reports. In that episode, we talked about the flat markets that many companies were experiencing due to inventory destocking, sluggish economies, and overproduction in some markets, and highlighted three approaches that companies are taking today to create business resilience in these rocky times. Those three approaches are commercial discipline, customer centricity, and diversification of markets and customers. I've already talked about the first two in episodes 120 and 122. If you haven't listened, go back and find them and take a listen. And now I'm closing out this series by talking about customer and market diversification. The events of the last three years have really highlighted the need for diversification, whether it be in your customer base, the end use markets you're selling into, geographic locations that you are your customers are in or your suppliers are in. And in fact, even just supplier diversification, just like we talk about in financial markets. And if you guys are investors and you're looking at your financial portfolios, diversification has long been critical. The same is true with chemical companies and across the chemical industry. So let's talk a little bit about just what is diversification. Diversification is really when companies change or expand their products, offerings, markets, both end use and geographic. And it was really first noted in the 1950s as one of four critical growth strategies by Igor Ansoff, who's a mathematician and business manager. And if you want to go learn more about him and his theories, you can do so. I'll find a link and add it to the show notes. Often it's interesting. He viewed it in a pretty narrow connotation, which I kind of find interesting and ironic because to me, diversification is about growing the pie, expanding your opportunity base. And yet he often talked a lot about products and services. I personally think it's really appropriate to think about diversification in the sense of geographies, manufacturing locations, your supplier base, your customer base, and more. Now, The reality is diversification is not a quick exercise. When you're thinking about diversifying your manufacturing locations to create better resilience, better cost bases, et cetera, that's something that takes a couple of years to implement depending on the products that you are servicing and the customers and suppliers you've got. And when I talk to leaders about business performance over the past year, some of the benefits of diversification are deeply rooted in the business decisions they've already taken. Case in point, in a global business leader at a leading materials company that I've spoken with has stated her business 
and her part of the business is rocking this year. Great performance, sales exceeding expectations, consistent growth, which is a great counterbalance to her colleague's business, which focuses in a different market area, in his case, supplying products that go into medical fields and medical applications, which is not meeting business plan. So from a leadership perspective, that diversification of end uses of markets is really successful because when one business is doing great and the other business is not doing great. It provides balance. And that's certainly what we've really seen over the past year and really in many ways over the past three years because the pandemic, the supply chain disruptions we've seen as a result of that, as a result of the Russia-Ukraine war, as a, a result of energy prices, as a result of what China is and isn't doing has really driven the need for better diversification and manifesting those results. Why do companies diversify? Number one, to beat the competition, doing something that the competition isn't doing so that they get a step ahead, growing profits. And I think at the end of the day, every company exists to grow its profits, um, exists to create greater value for its shareholders, as well as its employees and its customers and its business partners. It provides strength during downturns. And that's really the focus of where this highlight of the benefit of diversification of markets and customers and how companies are seeing real resilience in these flat and rocky times is critical, right? It provides strength. It provides resiliency. And the fourth reason is really around navigating industry changes. There is no doubt in my mind, there's no doubt in your mind that the chemical industry our customers, the markets that we sell into, consumer demand is changing as a result of economic shifts, as a result of net zero sustainability and ESG, which is driving us towards greater diversification away from perhaps some of the traditional chemical feedstocks that we typically see flowing through the value chain into more green and natural and sustainable products. How do we take advantage of diversification and from where you are today and where you're going forward is really number one, assessing where that market is going. Where does your business fit in the future markets? Companies create success with flexibility it's not about being everything to everyone. I've talked about that before. You're not going to be diversified to the point where it's disparate and it doesn't make sense. And in fact, the best opportunity for diversification, I like to think of it as a Venn diagram, right? So you guys are familiar with the Venn diagram where there's the two circles, let's just say market A, market B, and where the overlap is. You want to have overlap and synchronicity in your diversification because otherwise, you're just assembling a business and a company that requires double the resources, double the products, double the efforts. And effective diversification is linked. Linkages to existing products, linkages to existing markets, and seeking out the greater opportunities. So, you know, and, and this comes in supplier diversification. I've touched on that a little bit. Customer diversification, right? So understanding what customer finds value in your products, in your services, in your offerings, and figuring out, well, what are the parallel markets that then find value in the same things and going after it, extending your reach and diversifying where you're going. And 
geographies. So I think we're in a real interesting time right now, especially from a geographic diversification. The signs indicate that we are maybe shifting to more regional supply chains, which implies more regional business models. So you would say, does diversification still hold true? Yes and no. And it really depends on products, right? What we're seeing is that some businesses are a more local business and understanding where your local businesses are and how they tie together is critical. Global businesses um, have a greater reliance on global markets, global suppliers. That's not always a great thing. Putting all your eggs in one basket in terms of where you're sourcing, in terms of where you're selling, creates risk and less business resilience. For me, this this aspect of diversification and where companies are really finding value is when they are taking the business they have today and looking at what's successful and then finding out the customers and the markets and the business opportunities that extend that diversify so that they're not relying on the same basis and that take them to the new place. So that's it. This is a quick and easy snapshot of the benefits of diversification. If you like this episode, share it with a friend and head on over to Apple podcast and leave a rating or review. If you are not currently subscribed, please do so subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can head over to thechemicalshow.com and subscribe to our email list where you get the latest and greatest all the time. Or if you're a YouTube watcher and, and, and love watching the episodes on YouTube, which I know a lot of people do, make sure you're subscribing and learning more. So that's it for today. Thank you for joining us today on The Chemical Show. Keep listening, keep following, keep sharing, and we'll talk to you again soon. We've come to the end of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and want to learn more. Simply visit thechemicalshow.com for additional information and helpful resources. Join us again next time here on The Chemical Show with Victoria Meyer.